A lot of people I wish I saw in more stuff in this movie. I'm sure they have, like, other bodies of work, but not stuff that I've seen. I, like, I guess I wish they would have been in, like, bigger mm-hmm. bigger things. <clears throat> Especially Carrie Elwes. I feel like his career should have... I mean, he's in one of the most, like, popular, like, fantasy movies of all time. And he's an, he's a good actor, and he's incredibly like good looking white guy. I don't understand why his career didn't go <clears throat> go bigger than it did, or whatever. I mean, he's mainly known for what the Princess comedy? Bride and comedy, yeah. yeah, family movies, you know, liar liar stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, did he have the chops, the acting chops? I think I think he did something like a serious film. Um. Well, usually comedy actors are pretty good actors in general, because it's really hard to make people laugh and to like play it straight, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So, uh, but yeah, what a what a picture. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, let's get into this one because I know you gotta you gotta get out of here. So uh, let's play it again, man. You must remember this: a kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're gonna need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. What is up, everybody? It's Steven here. What's up? Jason here. And we are doing a little movie called Robin Hood Men in Tights, directed by Mel Brooks. Originally was premiered on July 28th, 1993. I was trying to figure out. I think I was about four when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, had a budget of $20 million and uh, made $72 million. So more than twice its uh, its budget. So that's kind of a success. However, I was reading a lot of reviews for the movie. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. The the critics, at least. Mm-hmm. I think the audience. Um, it did well in theaters, but it made like a buttload of fucking money in uh, video release. It stars Carrie Elwes, Dave Chappelle, who, uh, when I put it on last night, completely forgot he was in this movie, even though I've seen it a million times. Amy Asbeck and Richard Lewis, um, along with a bunch of other uh, people that are in mel brooks movies um over the years but uh let's start at the beginning like we always do and try to remember as best we can when we first saw this movie i know you were saying it's a little difficult like yeah maybe maybe not the first time you've seen it but like the earliest recollection i have is 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 being uh let's see elementary school um sixth grade maybe uh, maybe yeah, maybe fifth fifth sixth grade. Uh, watch it with my sister. Um, we know this movie really well. Yeah, and uh, I think we we probably I think we saw it on cable. We watched a lot of movies like that, and that's a yeah. like I I people probably noticed that listen to the show. That's how I've come across a number of movies, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them were like as it's playing. You yeah, know, yeah, already watching it as as, as the movie's going on. And then go back and watch it again from the beginning, and um, and then I think eventually we got got it on VHS, yeah, and then yeah later DVD whatever, but um, definitely have seen this movie a lot in in a you know as a kid. I don't remember the last time I watched it though. Really? I can't it's tell been you. that long. Yeah, I can't tell you when it's, it was. It is uh, maybe like a year to because I I this DVD I acquired it recently well like in the past two three years so when i got it i know i watched it Mm -hmm. and then uh every now and then i'll just throw it on but yeah but it it had been a while for you huh yeah i I honestly don't remember when the last time i saw it but like over 10 years maybe or not that i don't think that long but long enough to where i i don't remember was the last time but like i said i Watched this movie so much as a kid. I oh yeah, I you were you you were quoting like before everybody was <laughs> yeah, saying their lines. I remember every single fucking thing about this movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I man, I it might be the first Mel Brooks movie I ever watched. 
I I could I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, unless your parents are like super into him and everything, it's not like especially when we're young, we're not like seething to go see the new director's movie coming mm-hmm. out. Um, which so for, uh, for me, um, I remember seeing this movie in theater and being really excited because. You know, everybody who listens to this consistently knows I don't like Kevin Costner. But as a little kid, as a little kid, um, I loved Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, just yeah. because it, it, bows and arrows and sword fighting. And I didn't know what good acting or bad British accents were yet. Um, so I loved Robin Hood. And I was like, oh, it's so fucking cool. And then I saw, you know, the Disney Robin Hood with the fox and everything. Oh, yeah. Definitely um, watch that first. And then before this. We went to go see this movie, and I didn't know that Mel Brooks directed it or anything. I didn't even know who Mel Brooks was. But immediately when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is like Spaceballs, which I had seen mm-hmm. um, a million times. Uh, the two movies the two movies I remember seeing the earliest in my life are Terminator 2 and Spaceballs. I used to watch those movies on repeat like over mm-hmm. and over again all the time. So I, I remember going in this, into the theater and watching this movie – and obviously getting a very different experience from Prince of Thieves. Yeah. But I it was fucking hilarious. And um, there's a lot of jokes that I didn't understand, but there's enough silliness in it that it, you know, I yeah. enjoyed it immensely, even though I was, dude, I was like four or five mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and then just when it hit VHS, uh, you know, like I said, uh, the movie made $72 million, but made a shitload of money on VHS sales. And... You know, we used to go to the the video store every week at least. It, it was always a ritual. Get a two liter of soda, a pizza, and like two two movies, two or three movies. One mm-hmm. that my mom and either her boyfriend or just herself would watch. And then the other two were like movies that me and my sisters would watch. So this is a movie that I watched over and over again. And I used to quote all the time yeah. without context um we'll get into that a little bit but uh let's talk about the cast really quick before um there's a lot of people in this movie a lot of funny people um but uh just want to talk first and foremost about the man mel brooks himself um for my money he's the funniest man alive still alive he's in his 90s close to 100 wow. i yeah, he's fucking really old. But Mel Brooks is, dude, just such a comedy genius. Him and, um, Jesus Christ, not Rob Reiner, his dad, fuck, Carl Reiner. Him and Carl Reiner were um, famous stage comedians. They had a famous bit about the thousand-year-old man. Um, they broke into the movie the movie scene afterwards. Uh, he made movies like Young Frankenstein, The Producers, Blazing Saddles, like I said, Spaceballs, this movie, Dracula Dead and Loving It, so much more, silent movie, History of the World, uh, just fucking insanely good movies, really, really funny, and I cannot put into words how much his like comedy has shaped my view on what's funny and what's not funny, mm-hmm. um, and I was lucky enough my mom uh got me got me and i she got two tickets and then me and jerry ended up going it was uh they were showing blazing saddles out somewhere in in uh, orange county and then afterwards there was supposed supposed to be a q and i'm doing air quotes q and a mm-hmm. with mel brooks and the the host yeah um we got there a little late watch blazing saddles with the audience it was great it's the first time i ever seen it on the big screen and then Mel Brooks came out. The host brought him out. He asked him one question, and then for the next hour and a half, Mel Brooks just spoke without like has like no questions at all. Just spoke for an hour and a half, like he was doing a stand-up bit. But all he was doing was telling, you know, talking about his career and everything. And it was fuck like there's a theater of like a thousand people, and everybody's like bursting out laughing, like gut wrenching laughter about like him growing up in uh brooklyn and uh you know just his neighborhood and his family and Mm -hmm. then getting into the movie business and stuff like that it was absolutely incredible and i can't thank my mom enough for getting me those tickets because that's one thing that i'll be able to keep with me forever like as a memory it it was just super super awesome that's awesome yeah 
Um, after after this, I mean, you've seen Spaceballs, right? Yeah. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. I don't think I've seen completely. Oh, uh, that's was, fine. Yeah, young Frank, like Young Frankenstein, young, young Frankenstein. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah, he's yeah. he's just such a mensch, um, funniest dude ever, and uh, I uh, I I'll just always be like infatuated with like how much his comedy is has affected my life. Um, next up, we got Carrie Ellis, who plays Robin Hood in this movie. Um, most people probably know him as uh, Wesley from The Princess Bride, directed by Carl, um, Rob Reiner. Um, he's great in that movie. He is in... Uh, they made a Jungle Book movie in the 90s. I don't know if a lot of people remember it, but it's about Mowgli when he's older. Um, and he's a villain in that. And I thought he was really good as a villain. He's, he's kind, oh, of a, yeah. kind of a good asshole. Um, and then he also shows up as a villain in uh, Twister as well. <laughs> Great movie. Just, you, you just recently rewatched it. Right? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's awesome. Uh, it's dude. Don't get me wrong. It's a fucking ridiculous movie, but it's a popcorn movie for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's great. Bill Paxton. No, yeah. I, lo- I like the movie. It's just, holy shit, there's dude, some parts that are... Oh, bl- dude, it's ridiculous. Blew me away. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on. Uh, he's also in a movie called The Crush with Alicia Silverstone, where she's like an underage girl and she like won't leave him alone. He uh-huh. went away. I, I didn't see him for years and years and years in pretty much anything. Um, oh, before that, before that happened, he's also in Liar Liar mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey. Um, but great, I didn't see him great movie. in anything for years. Uh, and then he showed up in a little um, independent horror movie that took the country by storm called Saw. Oh, yeah. And he's great in that movie. Um, and since then, he's been getting roles in a bunch of different stuff. Uh, most recently, he was in... Uh, Whatchamacallit, Stranger Things. He was in season three, I believe. He's the mayor of of Hawkins. But yeah, that's Carrie Elwes. We love him in this movie. And I like him in pretty much everything else I see him in. Oh, he's in Dracula, too. Oh, yeah, he is. Also, as well. We we talked about him on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally forgot. That's such a, like, strange ensemble cast of characters. And I feel like they shot a lot more that they didn't get to use with all those people. I bet. Um, next we got Amy Yesbeck, who plays Maid Marian, who I always liked. Um, she had a little cool run for these three years. So in 93, she does this movie. 94, she's in The Mask. And 95, she's in Dracula Dead and Loving It. And I know she's done a lot of other stuff, but a lot of stuff I haven't seen. Oh, she's in Problem Child, which I did not know. I don't remember her in. Oh, yeah. She's the she's the wife. Damn, I did not remember yeah. her. Is that... Apparently, they made a sequel to Splash called Splash 2. Oh, no. I'd never seen it. I never even knew that it was a movie. Oh, The Mask. She's the yeah, reporter. Yeah, she, she's a reporter. Yeah. yeah. Peggy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's she's great in this movie. I think she's got, like, great uh, comedy chops. And yeah. she's fantastic in this movie, Dracula Dead and Loving It and everything else. Um, then we got Dave Chappelle, who <laughs> really needs no introduction. Yeah, yeah, honestly, um, yeah. If you don't know who Dave Chappelle is, you're either a baby or you're a senior person. Whether you know him from being a funny comedian or yeah. being fucking controversial for his jokes these days. Um, but he's fucking... I wouldn't say he's hilarious in this movie. He does his job well. Yeah. This is his first movie ever. Yeah. And for him to be such a young comedian and then Mel Brooks, the king of oh, comedy, yeah. to come him, and see be like, hey, there. like, like sees like a prior in him. Like, yeah. You know, he's just as prolific in comedy as Richard Pryor. Is oh, these for days. sure. And uh, for Mel Brooks to see that and then his career to go to yeah. where it went, um, it's great. And he just takes he just takes it, too. Like, as soon as it's his part, to, you know, to yeah, speak, yeah. like, like. He's fully in. Like, mm-hmm. he can't. That's just talent. He's yeah. just incredibly talented. Yeah. You know, he's it's, uh, famously was doing stand-up, like, at 14 or 15 in, like, comedy clubs. And yeah. people just said he killed it from the beginning, pretty yeah. much. It also helps that he went to a performing arts school. Yeah. And they, you know. he Have you seen that special? Uh, he talks about that? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, in yeah. D.C. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next, we got my favorite guy, Richard Richard Reese, who is the sheriff of Nottingham, Rottingham, sorry. Roger. 
You're missing. Mix, oh, I'm uh, sorry, Roger Richard Lewis. Yeah, Roger Roger Reese, who is a sheriff of, sheriff of Rottingham, and he's I fucking love him dude. in this movie. This is a guy that I wish I saw more stuff. The only thing I've ever seen him in besides this, he's got a very very small tiny part in the Prestige, the Chris Nolan picture, mm. um, at the very end. He is fucking absolutely hilarious in this movie, and I wish he was in more stuff that I had seen. Apparently, he's uh, from one of your movies that you brought up last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stop or my, my mom, mom will shoot. shoot. Yeah, don't, never. I have. I've seen that movie one time, but I don't remember it at all. Um, yeah, but he's he's been in a lot of shit, but he's absolutely hilarious in this movie, and I just wish he would have been bi- a bigger comedy star. Yeah. Um, also, we got Richard Lewis, who plays Prince John. He's a very um, famous American comedian and uh, is friends with Larry David. Mm-hmm. He's on a bunch of seasons of uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, as is uh, a few other people in this picture. Um, Tracy Ullman, who is a famous comedian who had a little show on a network, new network called Fox. And in between uh, her comedy gags, she had a little cartoon called The Simpsons on it. And that's where that show sprang from. She also showed up on, I don't know if it was the last season of Curb or the one before it, but dude, she was absolutely hilarious in that as well. Um, so special shout outs because we got to get through this quick. Uh, Dom DeLuise, who's in other Mel Brooks pictures, also does the voice of Tigger and Five Will Goes West. Uh Let's see who else here. Megan uh, Kavanaugh, who plays Broomhilda. She, most people probably know her as Marla Hooch, Hooch from uh, A League of Their Own. Isaac Hayes shows up in this one. He's a sneeze, a choose father. Um, bunch of other people from uh, Mel Brooks Pictures, uh, but a lot of stuff that I haven't seen apart from that. So I, I think I think it it, it, it would be important to. Uh just because you kept bringing it up to to mention uh dirty uh dirty Enzio dirty Enzio, Ez- Enzio. Yeah. Yeah, Joe yeah. Dimmick is his name Joe Dimmick who looks so much like Clint Eastwood it's ridiculous <laughs> also Patrick Stewart shows up as Richard uh King Richard yeah um and just a couple shout outs uh Eric Allen Kramer who plays little John um, and Mark Blankfield who plays Blinken who's also in Dracula Dead and Loving It's got a small part in that but very funny um, but yeah, that's the cast, uh, for the most part. And, uh, we'll, uh, move on from there. All right. So as far as the movie goes, like I said, I remember seeing it in theaters. It was really fun, really funny as well. And, uh, watching it last night, cause I watched it last night before, uh, you watched it today. I just love this i guess you could say in a lot of mel brooks movies like the very odd because most of the most of the parody ones so young frankenstein this movie dracula dead and loving it mm-hmm. um i love how much you can tell a lot of it's just shot on sound stages yeah. I, just something about that it reminds me of old hollywood like 1920s uh silent film era shit like the dracula movies and frankenstein and everything like that it's just really, really fun. It just reminds me a lot of movie magic. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I noticed right away. Um, and then the movie start after the credits are over. Uh, it starts off with the the 90s rap, rap thing, which I think is just old people in general just thought, yeah. we got to put rap in everything. Um, even though Mel Brooks it's a is a sign of the times. Yeah, Mel Brooks to. is really funny, but I I think he he's just like, oh, the kids love rap music. Let's mm-hmm. just put that in there. Blah blah. Uh, what did you What did you notice right out the gate? The then, prison scene when he's in the prison okay, and like you yeah. know the 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 receptionist basically Fatima? you know yeah I know not Fatima falafel yeah <laughs> falafel which is another thing I wrote down this movie yeah. could not get made today and I didn't know what the hell a falafel was back then <laughs> yeah. yeah oh I did I did like I wrote that down as uh, yeah. when they're whipping all the hands that are reaching up and yeah. they come back up with the fucking mm-hmm. middle finger that was great as a little kid I thought that was the most funny thing oh yeah anything f- middle fingers farts yeah I mean I still find them funny yes yeah. <laughs> uh. The whole prison scene, prison scene, is still super funny. Um, falafel, he's so nice. Yeah, he's like, ah, we're so busy. Yeah, yeah. 
Just scream. <laughs> Coming. Coming. I love I love when he ducks down and then Robin Hood hits his head and he's like, Oh, I always forget about the duck. Mm-hmm. I always forget about that. And then when he leaves, he, he hit- fucking hits his hits his helmet on the on the beam above him. It's good stuff. Nice attention to detail. I also I just wanted to point this out when they ask him like, Oh, where's your king? And he's like, King who? King Louis? Mm-hmm. King He says Larry King. But he's got an accent. I always thought he said Laddie King. Mm-hmm. And I was, as a little kid, I was like, who the fuck is Laddie King? Yeah. And I, even if I knew it was Larry King, I wouldn't have known because I, yeah. I didn't know Nobody who the fuck yeah. Larry King was. Um, but yeah, that was just one thing that I, that I always, uh, that I always noticed. I also didn't know who Isaac Hayes was back then. Yeah, neither did I. You know? Um, but I always thought he was really funny. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't really say much, got a great voice. This is yeah, maybe his voice. Yeah, um, I lo- I like a, I like uh, a sneeze, right? A sneeze, a sneeze, sneeze yeah. Is his name. yeah. I yeah, because I, I definitely saw this before. I'm gonna get you, sucker. So that's like, and then even then, so I saw this movie, and then South Park came out, and I watched South Park. So by the time I saw I, I'm gonna get you sucker, I was like already like oh yeah familiar with his voice. I was like oh that's him. Yeah, I I love the when when they're gonna take when they're gonna lock Robin up and then the other guard like says something in whatever language he's saying. He's like, oh yeah, what did he say? You don't want to know. <laughs> Takes him. <laughs> like when and no, I love I no love accent too. Yeah, I know. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. No accent, just total. And then when he takes him in there, oh, this is wonderful. Uh, yeah. Like all like super high. Oh man, just yeah. And then that that whole part, they're they're trying to escape, and then they're trying to get him to leave. And then the last time he comes back in, of course, bad news is severely it's, punished. It's punished. Ah. <laughs> Uh, oh man it's those little things that, it's just that it's Mel Brooks the, puts the, in dumb, there. the dumber you can make it yeah. is the 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 better it'll be i love i love the line uh uh headstrong and cocksure oh yeah or is it the other way around which would be cockstrong and headsure <laughs> did you notice that when when all the prisoners they get their chains removed yeah that some of the the extras their voices sound like they're like hillbillies no, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> like when they're b- being freed, they're like, "Yeah, come on, let's go." <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that you say I, it. Like, I, know, I never, I never put that together. I always, I always like that because uh, uh, Princess Thief starts more serious than that. But yeah. uh, I always like the idea of starting a a, a adventure story with a prison break or mm-hmm. like an escape from something. And then you got to like recollect yourself and start because it, it, it gives you a lot of room to make your lead character like cunning and like, you know, fight their way out of something. Yeah. And it just I don't know. I always like that kind of kind of beginning. Um, obviously, Robin swims all the way from Jerusalem to England. An absurd distance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, when I was watching it. I never, I certainly when I was younger, didn't think about it, and I didn't even really think about it until today. When he rolls up on on a chew mm-hmm. and he's getting beat up, I was like, "It's a bunch of cops beating up a black guy." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Is this a Rodney King reference?" And then right after says, I said that, he's like, "I hope somebody's recording this." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, it absolutely is." Uh, Nineteen ninety three. For those of you too young, Rodney King was beaten up by police and. Uh, recorded on video before cell phones were a thing. So imagine that. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, so yeah, he's helping. He Robin goes in and helps <laughs> us sneeze, and uh, he takes the time out to pump up his shoes. Yeah. Wait a minute, bad guys. I remember those shoes. I had a pair of those. Did you really? Yeah. I wanted a pair of those shoes so bad. Yeah. How how were they? They were awesome. Really? I just couldn't stop pumping them up. I just don't understand like how it worked. Like you pump them and then they t- get tighter. It gets tighter around around your foot. Like on so the you're sides. like more secure? Yeah. I you know, so they came back, right? Yeah. And uh I, so when they came back, um I I bought them. Yeah. But they were it was uh customized, like mm-hmm. customize your own. And I did and 
At the time, I thought they looked really cool, but now I still have them. <laughs> really? I'll show them oh, to you. Oh, dude, I want to see I'll them. Show, I'll show yeah. them to you. Uh, and now they don't look as cool. And <laughs> But at the time, and it was like, what, maybe early 20s when they came back? Of the Reebok oh, pumps. Oh, our, our early 20s? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so like 2009, 2010. Something like that, something around like there, 11, yeah, 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 12 maybe. Damn, really? Yeah. I did not know they, yeah. those came back. They and they were Reeboks. Back. They weren't Nikes? No, the Reeboks. Really? Oh, shit. Reebok, uh, what is it, Hex, Hexalite pumps? Damn, that's yeah, funny. Reebok pumps. I always wanted those and then the fucking shoes with the lights in them. Oh, yeah. You remember those yeah. ones? Yeah, I always wanted those. Uh, yeah, I wanted those shoes really, really bad. Oh, also, um, right after that, we hit that guy. Oh, you haven't seen <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. last, dude. The way he's like flailing is yeah. like, so ridiculous. And then we get ca- seen the last of we us. get Carryolis with the six arrow shot, mm-hmm. which ultimately I believe was the poster and the yeah. cover for the. Um, I know it's a cover for my DVD, but I'm pretty sure it's a cover for the VHS as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, so they they ride away they ride away together, uh, Chu and and Robin, and then this is probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire oh, movie when they show up. They show up to his castle and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, here's my castle, everything, blah blah." Not only like the the following stuff with Blinken, but I just love that that uh, that repo guy. Yeah, he's, he's just, so happy to he, do his job. He is so happy. He just remind like. <laughs> He's doing such a good job at being a repo guy. Obviously, not for period accuracy, but yeah. just a repo guy in like New York or New yeah. Jersey or some <laughs> shit. And I, I love, dude. Like his whole whole outfit is hilarious. His mustache, how happy he is. Like you vow, we move. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> just smiling. I fucking love that guy. Love that guy. If Dom DeLuise wasn't in this movie, I'd give him heat check for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But of course, the castle gets pulled away, and then we get Blinken, who's using like a Braille version of Playboy yeah. in the bathroom, uh, misses the door and slams into the statue. And dude, his fucking reaction to the like it's like a Venus statue. Yeah. Blinken, Master Robin, is that you? Yes. We're back from the crusade. Yes. And alive. Yes. Happy day! I'm quite sure there was a door there. Master Robin! You lost your arms in battle. How terrible. But you grew some nice boobs. Lincoln, I'm over here. Oh, Uh, later. Lincoln, listen to me. They've taken the castle. I thought it felt a bit drafty. Oh, this never would have happened if your father was alive. He's dead? Yes. And my mother? She died of pneumonia whilst... Oh, you were away. My brothers? They were all killed by the plague. My dog, Pongo? Run over by a carriage. My goldfish, Goldie? Eaten by the cat. My cat choked on the goldfish. His like his will. Ah, you lost your, your arms in battle, but you grew some nice boobs. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then yeah, probably one of my favorite jokes is the whole like running through everybody in his family. Oh that yeah, died. that ultimately ends with the cat yeah. who choked on the choked on the goldfish, goldfish that he was trying to eat. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorite bits in the entire movie. Uh, one thing about that scene that I always fucking uh, hated about it is they're pulling away the castle, uh, and the castle's intact. It's got four walls, and they're pulling it away, and then as they pull it away, you see Blinken, sit, mm-hmm. Blinken sitting there, and when they go up to him, the walls are supposed to have been taken down or whatever, moved around him. But I, I know it's a stupid thing to get mad at because it's a fucking ridiculous movie. But it's like he, 
the wall would he would have to pass through the wall to like for him to be sitting there yeah. as it moved. As a little kid, I was always just really bugged by it. Um, really, you noticed that as a kid? Yeah, I was oh. just like, that doesn't make any sense. Blah blah. blah. Even though the whole it doesn't make any sense for me to be that upset yeah. about it. To be honest with you, but no, I get you. It just always always irked me for some reason. I I just wanted to point out that like so this is a movie along with with uh, every other movie that I used to watch, but specifically this one and. Uh, Spaceballs that I used to just quote without context to people when I was like in elementary school. So like unprovoked, not talking about the movies at all. I would just fucking quote movies and assume people because growing up, my family watched a lot of movies and we would quote them all the time. So I would just, you know, think that everybody knew what I was talking Mm -hmm. about and everybody would think it was funny. So I can't imagine being around me as a little kid and just not knowing what the fuck especially yeah. as little because i'm usually watching movies that little kids weren't watching at the time yeah like sitting there they're listening confused. to me say some yeah. weird ass shit uh <laughs> yeah and they're just like what the fuck is this kid talking about or how many kids do you think repeated what you said when they got home to their parents <laughs> and they're like where'd you hear that yeah. some kid at school maybe who knows um but yeah, uh, just just very strange. This movie is so many so many different things. I would I would quote from it, um, which is brings me to my next point. When they meet the sheriff of Rottingham, yeah. which is also a great I love scene. That, yeah, over that boy hat, which is like I said, I was saying downstairs. It's a play on the fact that old English was spoken like you know, kind of uh, backwards and forward, like yeah, or whatever. Up. So. Essentially, you think when he's writing up, he's just going to talk like that the whole movie, which he does. But it's not because it's like a proper Yoda way to speak. It's because he has like like verbal dyslexia where yeah, yeah. he's just spouting words out of order when he mm-hmm. gets flustered or whatever, which is a brilliant joke. And it, <laughs> and it, it just keeps getting like built up more mm-hmm. and more as time goes on until like I think the dinner scene where he bursts out and just – fucking hilarious um which is which is really good really really good stuff um what else what else you got over there um yeah i like the whole interaction with the sheriff uh and then afterwards when he goes back to report to uh prince john (laughs) give me the bad news but in a good way (laughs) okay i'll try my best here goes Uh, i have News. Now, what sort of news do you have? Not bad news, is it? You know, I can't take bad news. The day started out so good. Had a good night's sleep. Had a good BM. I don't want to hear any bad news. Now, what type of news is it? Well, to be perfectly frank, it's bad. I knew it! I knew it was bad news. Wait a minute. I have an idea. Maybe if you tell me the bad news in a good way, it won't sound so bad. The, the, bad, the bad news in, in a good way. Uh, uh, yes, yes, I can do that. Yes, bad news in a, a good, good way, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, well, here goes. Um, <clears throat> wait, wait till you hear this. I just bumped into Robin of Loxley. He's back from the Crusades. <laughs> you know, he just, he just beat the crap out of me and my men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he hates you and he loves your brother, Richard. <laughs> he wants to see you hanged. I just love at the end where he's like, we're in an awful lot of trouble. What are you, crazy? <laughs> and and I was, beat the crap out of uh, I was I was watching that part last night and I was like, dude, Richard Lewis should have done like a lot of voice animation work because his mm-hmm. voice in this movie is just leans itself a lot. To oh, me. yeah. Especially like 90s. Um, oh, he would have been perfect. For like because he's like a New York Jewish guy. Yeah. 90s cartoons i think had a lot of new york 
style stuff, oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles and fucking Oliver and Company and a bunch of shit like that. I just think he he would have, which Dom DeLuise is in actually. Now that I think about it, um, but yeah, just that that scene's fucking yeah. hilarious. Uh, comes in, Lock uh, Struckley has locked again. <laughs> what? Loxley has struck. Oh no, that's when he comes in with the pipes and the bathtub, and that's what he tells him about the mole, right? <clears throat> or at the dinner. Mm-hmm. Is that the dinner? I think it's at the dinner. No, fuck. I don't remember, but... Oh, man. The mole, the mole gag is fucking hilarious. I think it's hilarious. the tub. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, sir, but... Oh, yeah. What's in your mole? On the other side. On the other side. I, I have, have a mole. mole. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I also like all the uh, mishearings of stuff. Like, hey, Blinken. Did you oh, yeah. say a Blinken? No, I didn't say a Blinken. I said, hey, Blinken. Or, uh, Blinken, this is a chew. A Jew? Yeah. Here? Yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of that stuff's fucking good. Um, oh, I also love that everybody hates... Uh, I think this is a shot at Costner, too. That everybody hates Robin's speeches. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that's what he goes into. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll always be going into speeches. Yes, yes, good, good. Or yeah, fucking... Yeah. They the, fall asleep. They fall asleep on him. A bunch of stuff like that. Uh, that stuff's really good. And, and he even... Uh, 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 Robin in this one even shouts out uh, Kevin Costner. He's like, he's like, yeah, but at least my Robin Hood, or he's like, unlike some other Robin yeah, Hoods, that's I can speak with clear shot. This mo- this movie is mostly a parody of that movie, but they they do parody a lot of other stuff from other Robin Hood movies as well. Um, yeah, total total shots at him. We get a, a, a shot at Sean Connery at the end as well. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, I love I love uh, Tracy Ullman in this movie as Latrine. Oh yeah, Richard Lewis. Him him when they, when first, they first introduce see, yeah. introduce her, she's great. Uh, I know my sister loves the line when she's like cooking up a potion. She's like Raven's egg, blood of a hen. Oh yeah, little bit more blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a satyr at Vincent Price's house. Uh. That that stuff's really good, um, and then how it introduces the fact that she's in love with uh, the sheriff of Rottingham, yeah. and then I like that his his cutout when they go back to it at the end, he mm-hmm. went from making yeah. a smiling face to like, oh fuck, yeah, uh, all that stuff's really good. What about when she tells him oh, they about the name, the, the family name? <laughs> so a very interesting name, Latrine. How'd you come by it? We changed it. You changed it, it to, to Latrine. <laughs> yeah, used to be shit house. <laughs> Good change. Oh, yeah. Oh my it's god. A good change. I, I kind of forgot about that part. And <laughs> I know, when you came up, it fucking us. killed me. It used to be shit house. It used to be shit house. Guess he's a transsexual now. now. <laughs> uh, another great scene. Meeting little John. Yeah. Um, yeah. That whole scene's great. Uh, just a ridiculous fight, and then him falling into the little into the little river. Uh, not being able to swim, which is what happens in Prince of Thieves, but mm-hmm. this is like a, not a river; it's a fucking stream. Yeah, you couldn't even call it a creek; it's like a stream of water. Yeah, um, and we we meet him. We meet Will Scarlet O'Ara. O'Ara from Georgia. <laughs> uh, just all that stuff's really really fun. Yeah, um, that's really fun. That's scene. Christian Slater, right? Uh, Will Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who also does a terrible <laughs> half British accent? I, you know what? I appreciate the, those movies in the '90s where they just didn't give a fuck. They're making it for the American audience, mm-hmm. and they really don't give a fuck. Like Prince of Thieves, even though I know it's not a great movie, I enjoy it still immensely. Yeah. I think Morgan Freeman's Morgan great Freeman's in it. Morgan Freeman's awesome. Alan, Alan Rickman's great yeah. in it. Um, the guy who plays the sheriff of Nottingham, who's mm-hmm. also in another one of those movies. Uh, Basically, he plays the exact same role in Three Musketeers. Yeah, uh, I love that movie so much. Charlie Sheen and Oliver Platt as Musketeers, like, yeah, ridiculous. But I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, uh, the dinner scene also fucking fantastic. Robin coming in and shitting all over everybody and just uh, every Maid Marian absolutely seems to thrall them. I love uh, Sheriff of Rottingham trying to get at Maid Marian as, mm-hmm. as much as he can. You look ravishing, my tin. Does that stupid, like, lip lick and the bite and goes over. Care for a date? How about next Thursday? Just trying way too hard. 
And then when Robin shows up and is like wooing her, like right in front of him, he's just like, and then you have like his most ridiculous outbursts of like <laughs> of verbal dyslexia. And you are? Maid Marian. Ah, Maid Marian. Rumors of your beauty have traveled far and wide, yet I see they hardly do you justice. What a smoothie. He's definitely a smoothie. Enough! King illegal forest, two pig wild, kill in it is. What? I mean, don't you know? It is illegal to kill a wild pig in the king's forest. Like, that was something. Oh, it is. Oh, it, 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 it is. What? I mean, didn't you know? Uh, like that's that's one thing that I used to fucking quote. And uh, not only am I quoting a movie that they probably never seen, yeah. But what I am saying doesn't Makes make no sense, sense yeah. at all. Just like because it's all out of order. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, I can only imagine just being like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid?" Um, that's that's the that's me. But at least I wasn't the stinky kid that nobody wanted to play with. <laughs> I said bad words because I heard them in movies. That's what made me cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, the whole dinner fight scene, the domino effect, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there too. Is fucking uh, Blinken fighting with the with the pillar? Oh yeah, chopping it down. Um, all all of it's really fun. That that whole that whole part's really cool. Check please, table one. <laughs> yeah. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis is uh, he had a very uh, good co- comedic career as a comedian. Um, he's in not a lot of other movies. I think he was in John Candy's last movie, Wagons East, mm-hmm. um, and uh, his career really didn't take off in the movies. But it's understandable. I like I said. I think he should have done like voice work. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another good scene is when Mel Brooks shows up as a rabbi. Mm-hmm. Um, they all ask for circumcisions. I'll take two, and then he tells them what they are. Uh, that stuff's really good. And then we got my boy Dom DeLuise, who I am definitely giving the heat oh, check dude. to. He is so fucking funny in this movie. Uh, he's obviously doing a Brando impression. Yeah, he's not even really doing a Brando impression. He's doing a uh, Don Corleone impression, mm-hmm. and he's just—it's just so funny. I uh, love him. Like, not understanding, like, uh, you put it so succinctly. Sick what? <laughs> succinctly means perfectly. Oh, yeah, well, I, I do that. <laughs> that stuff where it's like, tell me, Don Giovanni, your lizard seems limp. My lizard, well, at my age. Oh, no, this is Charlie. Charlie, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. Just just running through it's Brando's so like, like discography and shit. And uh, why a lizard? I, I, you know what? That part, yeah. I don't know. It might be a reference to something that yeah. I'm not privy to, mm. but that's just so good. And then Luke, uh, Luca Brazzi or whatever they call him, and that's <laughs> so good in that one. I will take these <laughs> in my hand and put, put them in, in my, my pocket. pocket. Or, uh, yeah, whatever. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. I was just about to say that. We haven't even had our meeting yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then your other associate doesn't uh, doesn't say much. My other associate doesn't say anything. <laughs> All that stuff is just yeah. so good. And then him laughing at him at the end. Uh, you hear him? <laughs> just that whole scene. That's probably it's one of the best. Amazing, yeah. Uh, he's in and out. They make no reference to him ever again. Yeah. But he's dude. Dom DeLuise in that in that is just Great. so funny. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's uh, what else do you have there? Because that's where that's where I stopped taking notes last night, and then we watched the rest of the movie today. Uh, well, before that, I, I like the the training montage of the. Oh yeah, the yeah, I know you're a big training montage yeah. guy. That and that part's great. That, sh- that shit's awesome. The the there has to be a nineties reference to the panios and the eggs. I think like I'm trying to think if oh if yeah. those if those if like women's leggings in the nineties were like some company sold them in those and they were Maybe. like pop they were popular for a while. Because that was one thing that I was like I didn't get that either. I don't understand yeah. it. Um but I'm wondering if there was a brand that was popular for a minute that they had them in egg shaped fucking containers, which is 
the stupidest way to sell anything because you know you want to get as much out there as possible and i'm just thinking of a display of eggs to sell your pantyhose and it just doesn't make any sense yeah they oh really yeah what brand is it through the legs l apostrophe eggs egg was integral integral Integral, integral, integral to the brand image in 1991. Haynes sees packaging the hosiery and plastic eggs as sustainable packaging became the industry norm. That's very strange. The package was redesigned into an egg-shaped cardboard form, which is much more easily recycled. It's just so strange that they would go. That that had to be some dude high on cocaine. Pitched it in the meeting and walked out before anybody said no. Yeah, interesting. We should we should uh, when this comes out on the on the post yeah. somehow incorporate a picture of this. Oh, we will. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, this is so odd. So odd. Uh, also, I, I, one of my one of my favorite jokes in here is uh, when they go back to Robin's camp after they have the meeting mm-hmm. about having the archery contest. They go back to Robin's camp. And Blinken's on top of the tower just looking out. <laughs> who He's obviously blind, and Robert walks up. Blinken, what are you doing up there? Guessing? I guess nobody's coming? Just <laughs> so fucking dumb. Uh, just really, uh, it, it, this movie's ridiculous. But uh, I, I like, yeah, uh, what else he got? I like when Prince John is showing him the catapult. It's oh, like, yeah. Or, or <laughs> Sheriff is showing Prince John uh, the Prince catapult. John, yeah. And it's like the latest technology. He gets in it, and he's like, "You pull the lever here, like this," and then he ends up in Latrine's bed. Yeah. Apparently, that that whole interaction was uh, was improv. Oh, nice. So like they had him land on the bed, and then she just did whatever. Yeah. So like the whole line that you could, oh, oh my god, this close. I touched, I touched it. it. Uh, that that's improv, I and then him getting part. up. I got a headache. I got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that that was all. What else he got? Um. And then we kind of like fast forward through the, like the archery the musical number. Well, no, there's a whole musical number. Yeah, I'm not that crazy about it. Me neither. Apparently, Mel Brooks wrote all those. It's Mel Brooks. He's got to have musical numbers in yeah. there. Yeah, those parts I'm not that crazy about. Um, the Men in Tight song was funny when I was a kid. Yeah, it was way funnier to me back yeah. then. Yeah. And you know, I I have this this thing this theory, but you know, it's, it doesn't always hold true. I guess. Um, it's it's like your brain gets locked in uh, in a state of where you find something funny at an at a, at a certain age. Yeah, it's like nostalgic, and you're supposed to find it funny forever. Yeah, and some things don't stay funny. Oh yeah, forever, no, no, for sure. You know? That that's definitely true. But other people will say, "Oh, like, well, yeah, you know, I guess that's why I don't find Encino Man funny." I didn't watch it as a kid. Yeah. I you know what? I never really found that movie funny, but I like it just for the aesthetic, but I did see it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But even as a kid, I was never like, "Oh, this is hilarious." Yeah. Like, I would watch it because it's a kooky story about a caveman yeah. coming back to life, you know. Wasn't necessarily for the comedy. Certainly wasn't for Polly Shore. Mm-mm. I'll say that much. Um, but uh yeah. Yeah, like like perfect example the 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 musical part yeah like i don't I, I didn't really laugh i think i got on my phone on that part yeah, yeah. i know exactly what's going on i don't really find it funny but when what i did find funny when i was a kid the funniest part is when he's like we're men in tights and then they like are we're men in tights and then they like run their finger their hands <laughs> up their legs i used to find that part hilarious but i don't know it's not it's not that funny no anymore. it doesn't hit the same um but after that when they go to the the archery, the archery contest, contest yeah. Um, that whole that part's good. Like you know, he goes to the thing, he loses, and we're talking about the script when they all pull the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you think that was a real script? I don't or see just why. I don't blank see, pages. I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, like I said, I like the idea of actors on every set just having their script underneath their seat or yeah. whatever for reference. But I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Actually, I I could see it being real, but also. I know how much, and you know as well because you've been on sets, like how much 
you they fake everything that they possibly can because oh, yeah. it's just cheaper. For sure. Yeah. But scripts are something that I would imagine Everyone are, re- are re- one, yeah, right? readily available to yeah. everybody. So maybe yeah. I'm not sure. They are. They all are like kept in a very like leather casing in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does look a little proppy. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, the whole the the whole archery scene. Give Robin the chop. Uh, uh, after he gets caught, and then she um, <laughs> she's like, "I will marry you." Yeah, it's the like, most despicable, <laughs> disgusting yeah. thing I can think about. You'll give yourself to me every night, yeah. and sometimes even after lunch. Right after lunch, <laughs> yes, but only but my, my body. <laughs> You'll never have my mind or my soul. Oh yes, yeah. I, I can accept that. <laughs> And then, dude, we get. I'm glad you found it as funny as I do. Uh, uh, we get fucking the the wedding scene, and oh, I didn't mention Dick Van Patten on the cast. Uh, he plays uh, the king in in Spaceballs, uh, but he comes out. He's the abbot. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> everybody's morning abbot. Morning, morning abbot. Morning, hey abbot. I think that's the funniest part in the whole movie to me. Just that small part. It's fucking, it's such a dumb joke, dude. Oh, God. Hey, I bet. Oh, yeah. And then we'll do the ceremony in the new Latin. It's pig Latin. Just so stupid. Oh, man. Everyone's confused? Yeah. He's like, oh, I and guess. then uh, we find out the sheriff of Rottingham's name is yeah. Mervin, Mervin. Which your name is Mervin? Thinking about it, is, I've never met a Mervin. Me neither. I don't think I ever will either. I think mm-hmm. it's a dead name, kind of like Adolf, <laughs> never coming back, yeah. or Homer. You're never gonna meet a Homer. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All that stuff's really funny. Um, like we said, we I I didn't um, look for his name. But uh, the the hangman who I'm not sure if it, he's the same one in Blazing Saddles because remember they're gonna hang um, Bart and his horse. Yeah, and it, it sounds like it him sounds though. like him. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember his name. Let me see if I fucking see him really quick. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't remember his name, but uh, he plays the colonel in Boogie Nights, and this was the first time I realized that he took his he took his uh, eye patch off, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that's the colonel. Um, but yeah, he's also the hangman we think in Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but yeah, that he's just how giddy he is yeah. about it. And so on, and honestly, um, you uh, pitched downstairs about a, a pretty much a story or a movie about uh, like a executioner, and you know the movie just follows his life, and he, and then I was just saying like oh yeah and he's actually like a really good guy like mm-hmm. a family man and shit like that that's actually a really funny story for it. and like he i don't know if he what, what would you think does he enjoy his work or does it make him depressed i think it's just it's just what he does it's oh, okay. just like it's like know, everyday normal shit he just goes because it's the times yeah okay that's yeah I, I still like that i like that pitch it's it's the norm yeah it's yeah. So he gets to go home and play with his kids yeah. and he's murdered like six people. Yeah. <laughs> you can go so many ways with that storyline. You really, could, you really you could. can make it funny. You can make it where he, it starts to fuck with him later on. Yeah. You know? Or like... Are we fucking, the baddies? Yeah. Or somebody he has to execute is someone he knows. And he's just No, like, you know what would be funny is if the movie just started like that. Yeah. Where he's killing his fucking neighbor or whatever. Yeah. And then they don't they don't care like like his neighbor is getting executed and his wife is like front row and then fucking you don't know it's his neighbor but uh, he goes home and then his she's there his wife's like oh come over for supper later yeah. or like some stupid Dude. shit like that um yeah but uh, yeah then we're getting pretty close to the end of the movie we get the last fight scene mm-hmm. you have anything for the for the rest of it um. After that, yeah, no, just the fight scene. Um, I do, I do like the. That's gonna chafe my willy, and then yeah. he's fucking using the jackhammer on her. What do you think was the the idea behind using a bunch of modern stuff thrown in there? Uh, that's just kind of how parody how parody works yeah. a little bit, and then I think uh, 
like I said, with the whole rap thing, I think Mel Brooks, even with his misfires, knows that young audiences that are going to see a comedy don't want to just see uh, like old, like they're not going to be interested in just everything old school yeah. and stuff that's super accurate. Because mm-hmm. um, you essentially could make a Robin Hood into a comedy and not do all this crazy ass shit. But at the same time, it's just kind of his style. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying about Blazing Saddles at the end, it bursts out onto the universal oh, lot yeah. and all that, all that stuff. Um, and the, and that's also of the times too, right? Yeah. Hot Shots was oh, yeah, yeah, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, for um, sure. What else? Airplane before that? Yeah. Just random shit. It's just it's just one of those things. It was the parody movie era. Yeah. And that shit died. After Scary Movie 2, yeah. I would say. I mean, they made more, but none of them were mm-hmm. that good. Um, yeah, you can't really make parodies anymore because most of the time they're pretty racially and <laughs> sexually insensitive. Yeah. Uh, I would... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could get yeah, one made anymore. Can. No, um, that's pretty much the whole movie. Uh, There's some things that I wanted to say. So apparently, uh, just some fun facts that I that I uh, came across. Um, Mel Brooks actually worked on a, a Robin Hood series in the '70s. I think I okay. saw that. This movie in particular was the idea of an 11 year old kid. Oh wow! Uh, son of a dentist. Um, he saw Prince of Thieves and he's like, "Oh, this movie should have a parody to it." And he told his dad, and his dad was a Beverly Hills dentist who told a patient of his who was a writer, and oh, then fuck. Um, got took to Mel Brooks and rewritten and stuff like that. Um, Sean Connery uh, was asked to reprise his role as King Richard, and he said yes. Oh wow! But he wanted to do it in drag. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason it didn't happen is because he asked for one million dollars. Oh, and. Uh, Apparently, he was going to donate the money, but Brooks was just like, oh, no, it's too expensive. So they got uh, Patrick Stewart, who does a, like, Sean Connery knockoff. Yeah. Uh, you asked me now, is he, is he uh, Scottish? Scottish? I was yeah. like, no, he's doing a Sean Connery thing. Yeah. Um, like I said, all the music and lyrics were written by Mel Brooks himself. He's a very big uh, musical guy. Carrie Elwes, who now that I, I I heard him say this story, so I know this is true. But the other thing, um, now that I hear this, think about it, doesn't make sense. I read that he was offered the part as Robin in Prince of Thieves, and he turned it down. What? Yeah, and he turned it down. Um, weird. Whereas this movie, he got a call from Mel Brooks, and Mel Brooks was offering him this movie, and he thought somebody was pranking him, so he hung up on him like two times. Until his manager's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mel Brooks is calling you. Mm. And he's like, oh, shit, that's really him? And he's like, yeah, dude. Wow. So answer Mel Brooks. <laughs> so that was that was one thing. Um, Richard Lewis got hepatitis, I think. And uh, he had a fever of 106 and oh. had to be rushed to the hospital. But Mel Brooks was like, we got to get your life. He had one scene left. You got two lines. This is what we'll do. We'll drive you over here. We'll take you out on a stretcher, sit you down on a chair. You say your lines, put you back on the stretcher, and send you back to the hospital. Damn. And he did it. He you got know, it done. You got know it what done. lines they were? No, I don't. I was trying to figure it out oh. what scene it was, but it's I wasn't not, sure. Either way, he's like, what did he say? <laughs> either on. way, we're going to have awful We'll have a, a wedding or a hanging. Either way, we're going to have a lot of fun, huh? <laughs> His stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that 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 was one thing. Like we said earlier, um, Dave Chappelle's debut movie, yeah, the first movie he's in, and then also the role of Little John was offered to Hulk Hogan, and he turned it down <sighs> to do a movie called Mister Nanny. Oh god, which I know is terrible. I haven't seen it, but I know it's terrible. And I mean, <sighs> I don't know how. I think uh, the dude that plays Little John definitely a better actor, yeah, for sure than Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan. Would have tried to fucking hold <clears throat> on, brother. Let's try it like this. Yeah. And then it would have been like... I think it would have been disastrous, Hulk, yeah. No. Shut up and Just listen to Mel Brooks. Just do it. Yeah. I don't think he has the comedy chops or the no. acting chops at all to to be able to do it. Yeah. Especially at that time, he was so huge. Yeah. He would have been like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't yeah. like this scene. I don't like this. And yeah. It would have been, they probably would have ended up firing him. Yeah. Honestly. Probably. Um... But yeah, that was some fun facts about the movie. I love this movie. It's fucking hilarious. If you guys haven't seen this movie, definitely watch it. You're missing out. It's it's silly. It's yeah. dumb. There's a lot of parts where you're just going to kind of roll your eyes a little bit. 
Uh, if you're younger, you're probably not going to get a, no. a, a, some of the reference. Some of them are very 90s oriented. Yeah, like sure. you said, the pantyhose thing. Mm-hmm. It is really strange. We barely cracked out egg right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, but yeah, this movie's awesome. Uh, try to give this movie a, a 70s ending. Um, King Richard is like, look, I just came back from the Crusades. I barely made it. I'm going to marry her. All right. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Did you forget who I am? I'm fucking King Richard. And he's from Jersey all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my 70s ending. He gets the chastity belt off, and uh, she's got like a fucking Venus flytrap down there. It's got teeth and everything. Oh, shit. And that, because she's never seen it, she doesn't know. Yeah. So it's just it, like all the bacteria, it, it, it turned into a monster. Oh, my God. Bites his penis off. Roll oh, credits. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that pretty much wraps it up for us. Uh, anything else to say before we sign off? No, maybe it'd help uh, watching it with a, a young person, yeah, like a young kid, because I feel like there's that sweet spot. because uh, they're not going to get references. Oh no, not regardless. Not they're going to just find it funny for the raw comedy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that might help. Yeah, if they're a I younger think, person, I think, I think like watch it with a kid. I think like. Yeah. 10, 12 years old yeah. is like perfect age to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, make sure that you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at PlayItAgainMan underscore pod. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. If they like movies, this is the place for them. For Play It Again Man, I'm Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez. And we'll see you at the movies next week, guys.